Welcome to the First Incision, a CMF podcast. I'm your host, John Greenall. Now, this is part of our mini series focusing on healthcare leadership. You're allowed to listen to this, whether you think you're a leader or not. But in this series of interviews, we want to share what it looks like to be a Christian living in the healthcare arena. And I hope you're finding it a really helpful and inspiring series. Now, today I'm delighted to speak with Dr. Chimwemwe Kalumbi, who's an obstetrician uh, based in Surrey. Chim is the early pregnancy consultancy lead and divisional lead for women and children's health. She's clinical lead for quality and safety um, and does a, a whole lot of other things, actually, which we will discover. She's also president of the Christian Healthcare Professionals Network and is involved in global women's health training programs. Now, this was a fascinating conversation uh, about leading yourself before leading others, uh, about making a global impact and how to grapple with failure. I hope you enjoy it. Jim, welcome to uh, the First Incision podcast. It's great to have you here. How are you? I'm good and how are you? And it's an honor to be part of this series. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, well, that's absolutely my pleasure. Um, and I hope it's okay if I call you Chim. I understand that that's um, what, you're, what you're used to at work. People might say Dr. Chim rather than your full name. Is that okay? Yes, that's fine, please. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So tell, tell us a bit, so uh, tell us a, bit, a little bit um, about yourself, because um, I think uh, many people listening may not have met you or, or know you. So give us a little potted history uh, of, some, of some key things that have shaped who you are. Oh, thank you so much. So my name is uh, Chimwemwe Kalundi. Um, originally, I'm from Malawi. Uh, I trained in uh, Southern Africa. Uh, I trained in Malawi and Cape Town in so South Africa. So I came to the UK around about 2002 to do my postgraduate training uh, and specialize in obstetrics and gynecology. Uh, so I'm a consultant obstetrician and gynecologist at the moment, working at uh, Royal Surrey uh, Foundation Trust. And uh, I also have um, commitments to Southern Africa. I'm passionate about global women's health. So mm. I still help in a lot of charity work uh, in Sub-Saharan Africa. So that's a brief background of myself. Um, I'm married. I've got one uh, child who is a teenager at the moment. Fantastic. Jim, I'm really interested to know, I'm not sure if there's anyone else I've interviewed for this mini series who has trained overseas and then is, is in many significant leadership roles within the UK. Could you tell us a bit about what it was like to, um, when you, you know, from when you moved across um, about 20 years ago now, I think, uh, and what that what that journey was like to becoming, a, you know, the leader that you are now? It's been uh, challenging, but it's been exciting at the same time. Um, for me, I think what has shaped my life is my Christian faith. It forms the foundation and the basis of who I am. So at a very young age, I was very passionate for the things of God. So when I finished my undergraduate um, training and my internship uh, in Southern Africa, I won the uh, academic Commonwealth scholarship to come to UK. I came to University of Liverpool as a mm -hmm. clinical fellow through that route. So I didn't have to sit plumb uh, to get registration with the GMC, which was really a blessing. 
Mm. And uh, my first job as an SHO was at uh, Liverpool Women's Hospital um, in the Northwest. And I worked there as an SHO for almost uh, six months as a clinical fellow. Then I got a substantive SHO post. And afterwards, I was very lucky to get a research post quite early in my foundation um, as a junior doctor. So that really helped me to get a training number. In those days, you, you, you had the old system. You, you, you had to get a training number, work as an SHO first, and then get a registrar post in order to do your training. Right, yeah. So that's how I got into the, uh, in, into the training system. However, there's something else that I really learned which really helped me. So you can imagine with my background, I didn't know what it means to fail. I had never experienced failure in my life. Right, yeah. And when I was sitting for my MRCOG exams, I failed. And mm. I didn't fail once. It wasn't twice. Three times. I passed oh, the exams wow. on the fourth time. And wow. uh, this is, at that time, a young lady, you know, passionate doctor who was so used to excelling. And mm. all of a sudden, I'm finding myself on the verge of losing my training number. So it wasn't easy. You know, you ask yourself all sorts of questions. Why me? Nobody could understand why I couldn't. Mm -hmm. clear the exam what was the problem because I was I was never like a pro problematic trainee you know I was really really you know excelling and very good at the things that I used to do and uh, the last time which was my last attempt that if I didn't pass that exam that was it for me God came through for me I finally passed that exam but mm -hmm. what it taught me and what it shaped me was humility to know that it's not by my effort, by my power. Where you are in life, it's not just because of your effort, but as a Christian, it's because of God's mercy and God's love upon our lives. And it taught me to have a humble heart. It taught me to persevere. And these are transferable skills and sometimes nobody teaches you that you know it teaches you resilience it taught me to be resilient it taught me to be passionate about other people that were going through difficult times with their exams you know I could mentor others I could coach others I could strengthen others and 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 that's how that shaped to me to be where I am at the moment in the things that I do so yes wow. it wasn't an easy ride it was up and down wow thank you for sharing that i mean it's a lot of us who are thinking of we think oh, i want to be leaders and we're thinking okay i would like to you know someone to model it to me maybe i need to go on some courses training program um perhaps what we don't want to hear is that part of being shaped as a leader is experiencing failure um and you've just described to me in, in a couple of minutes and we've listened but um, I'm sure just the months and months of uncertainty and questioning and 
as you say, for the first time, as I think a lot of medics will, will that will resonate, you know, for the first time you failed, you weren't, you weren't used to it before. And that has significantly shaped you uh, for now. Yeah. So thank you for, thank you for sharing that, Jim. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about what's, I, mean, I think this is fascinating, the idea that how we're shaped impacts how we lead. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share um, about about that that might help perhaps aspiring leaders and and give them some hope uh, for the for the future as they think about being leaders in healthcare? I think many of us, when we're faced with challenges, we give up or we doubt ourselves that um, I'm not good enough. I cannot rise up to this challenge. And many of us, we look at our mountains in life or the challenges that we go through, like maybe that's it for us. You know, there's no hope for me. But these things are there in life sometimes to shape us, to make us discover who we are. So I learned a lot about self-leadership through those times that I was struggling with my exams. Mm. And it's important to discover yourself Mm. as a leader, how you can lead yourself. You can't lead others if you don't know how to lead yourself. So it's to embrace whatever challenges you have. You know, I like some people use this phrase, it's not over until it's over, you know. So challenges should not be things that we run away or we lose our hope or we lose our faith, but we should hold on and try and find out what can I learn from this? What does it say about me? So which part of me can I improve? And it helps you in, in your leadership journey as well. You can't support other people when you yourself, you've not experienced what it means to fail or what it means to have a challenge because you will be leading others from a theoretical point of view. But the best teacher is yourself to go through that experience or to experience what others experience. So great leaders are leaders that sympathize with other people and they can understand what it means to go through the circumstances that other people go through. Jim, thank you for sharing that. I I, I love what you just said there that you know you you can't lead others until you've learned to lead yourself. Um that concept of of self-leadership. So I don't know if you could share something um perhaps a bit more recent for you that you have learned about yourself that has then impacted the way that you have uh been leading others yes so uh, as i mentioned earlier on i'm very passionate about global women's health and a lot of us we are so uncomfortable to step out of our comfort zone so recently i told myself that i would challenge myself so i set up challenges for myself uh, and targets to do in an area where I feel uncomfortable as a leader, as I'm leading myself. So one of those areas is to have the confidence to step out of your comfort zone and do something which is completely different that can help or impact communities. And it was out of that passion that drove me to form up the Christian Healthcare Professionals Network. 
with a colleague and with some of my co-founders, it's not easy to set up a society or a network from scratch, you yeah. know, from the blues. And, 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 but that determination and challenge that you set up yourself, that you want to achieve, when things are difficult, it pushes you, it drives you. And because it pushes you and it drives you, you spread the energy to the people around you. So it's easier to impart your, your vision. It's either for other people to carry your passion as well and mm. push the organization forward. So we shouldn't be afraid to step out of our comfort zone in case maybe things don't work out or mm. in case we fail, in case people maybe will laugh at us or sometimes we feel like this is not for me, it's for so-and-so. But actually, this is for you. You know, God has given us capabilities to do things. So it's just discovering and being confident to step out what you normally do and let the grace of God or let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you. Mm. But let your zeal as well, your passion and the zeal that you have, you'll be able to accomplish what you want. Yeah. and what you desire. Yeah, well, that's, that's wonderful. I mean, I'm intrigued. So you you clearly embody someone who is, is zealous and passionate and, um, you know, the things you're starting and setting up, I can just see it lived out. You're not just, these aren't just words. What what are some of the, the things external to you? It might be people, um, uh, you know, church. What, what are some of the other things that have, that that's to support you in that? Because, I sometimes feel when I'm on my own, it, I find it quite easy to get disappointed or, or be discouraged. Um, what is it that kind of keeps you going when all around you can, you know, push you in the opposite direction at some times? I think many of us, we misuse or we, we misappropriate the value of friendship and human help yeah. it's so crucial in our lives no one does things by themselves you need destiny helpers you need people that can carry you as well and guide you whatever you're doing now someone has done it before <laughs> so why go through the hard way of doing things when you're going to extend a hand of friendship to other people. We shouldn't be shy from asking for help. So with my team, especially the Christian Healthcare Professionals Network is a subsidiary of the Church of Pentecost. So obviously the, the, the leadership of Pentecost were very supportive to set up this organization and they gave us all the moral support that we need. But apart from that, I would encourage everybody to have mentors, you know, mentors who have done things before, mentors that you can look up to, mentors who can tell you when you feel like, oh, my goodness, ha, this thing, I'm just feeling like I need to give up. And they'll say, no, we've been there. Uh, our organization, maybe we failed three times before we could get this right. So do it this way. So we need to value human 
friendship, human network. God doesn't come down from heaven to walk with you, but God will bring resources mm. around you to help you. So it's always good to ask for the right people around us yeah. in order to achieve the vision that we have. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you've said that. And that was not rehearsed, but uh, was it? But I, but I, I'm so encouraged by what you're doing and just seeing, um, and and if you if you're listening, want to check out the the Christian Healthcare Professionals Network pages. Um, you're at chpnet.org.uk. Um, give it. I mean, I think I think that will really resonate with people as well because it certainly does with me. Being not on my own, but so encouraging when there are others around. And and through uh, CMF, we're looking to do that through this this Christian Healthcare Leadership Network. Um, and I'm. So encourage you said all those things because they're they're very the very things that we would love to see more of the mentoring and um, examples and just the the friendships and I think that's really important that was the first thing you said I noticed um, but actually having those friendships it's not just professional relationships is it it's it's the friendships where you you know each other you've got each other's back mm. you're for each other um, and you can have fun together I think having fun and is such an underrated aspect of successful leadership um mm. and sometimes something that we don't often focus on doesn't sound as spiritual but certainly having fun is is key give us a flavor of what what you, you've been doing for the the christian healthcare professionals network that, that, that that's come out of this this vision for that that sort of networking and mentoring so um i'm also i i, I need to say thank you as well to cmf because you've been a friend of Christian Healthcare Professionals Network, and 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 Mark has been really brilliant uh, to support us. Uh, we know you guys have been established for a long time, and we're just starting. But it's good to work together, and so far, honestly, you've really been helpful and supportive. Oh, great! And one of the things that we've done, and especially based on the theme that we have for this year, our theme for CHPNET is equipping a healthcare professional to impact their local communities. So we're encouraging our members wherever they are, whether it's in Scotland, whether it's down south, in their local communities, in their local church, in their hospitals, to do something mm. that can actually effect change using the skills that God has given them. So what are the skills that God has given us? We are medical professionals. So what we've learned, a lot of the problems among faith African communities, many of our people have got healthy issues because of lack of knowledge and not knowing how to access healthy facilities. So CHPNET has been really involved at local level, doing educative uh, talks to, to the community at large, you know, on common topics. Uh, so we did a lot on COVID. You know how the myths about COVID and, and you know, Afro-Caribbean communities not wanting to engage. So we tried and did a lot of talks to demystify all the myths that surrounded that. But we also do a lot of preventative medicine, educating them, you know, diabetes, hypertension. Mm. And we'll do a lot of 
female gynecological problems talks as well. So this is where, as a network, we've managed to do those programs and people appreciate it. They can actually step out and, 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 and do something or signpost them. But another thing as well, I think being an African woman and being an African woman maybe in position or in leadership roles, I find it fulfilling if I can mentor the younger generations to say it's possible because many feel like we can't do it. Mm -hmm. So color is a limitation. Your place of origin is a limitation, but actually neither of these things are limitations in life. Mm -hmm. Where you set your heart and what you want to do, as long as you have the passion, the zeal, and the faith in God that you can do it, you can mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. So nurturing them and also encouraging them that this is possible, they also get encouraged and they also get to say, if Dr. Chim can do it, it means I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is incredible. It's just inspiring. Yeah, seeing people just lead the way like that, uh, like you're doing. Um, and uh, it's just so good, Chim. I mean, what, what would you say to someone who says, look, you know, there's so many needs, there's so many challenges, there's so much brokenness. How how am I as a leader going to effect change? Surely, surely I can't. Why should I, I be bothered? What would you say to somebody like that um, to encourage them and to, to inspire them to, to keep going? As Christians, even this would apply to non-Christians as well, but I'll use the example of Moses. Mm. <laughs> what a leader. Everything that you've mentioned there, that's what Moses said. <laughs> I don't know how to speak. <laughs> I don't have anything in me to do what you're calling me to do. And he told God, all I have in my hands is just a word. Uh, and he gave all sorts of excuses. I think it's the nature in us. The nature of a human being is mm. where possible they can give an excuse. They will give an excuse. Yeah. But my challenge to all of us is God has given you something that is in you. That something in you is not found in me. It's not found in John. It's not found in your sister, brother. That special thing is within you. Mm. Discover it. Mm. Use it. Mm. That's your weapon. And mm. with that, like Moses, you can transform lives around you. Mm. Because God has given that gift in us. Mm. So you don't need money. You don't need to be highly educated. You don't need to belong to so many organizations. It's within your home, within your neighborhood, within your place of work, mm. within your network, within your society, among your friends. What is it that you have that you can impact someone? Mm. 
So don't undermine yourself and don't belittle yourself. You're special. You're unique in yourself. Mm. That's what I would advise people and mm. my friends. Thank you, Jim. And thank you so much for, yeah, I mean, that's great advice. And I think if you're listening to this, just re go back and re-listen to that, that last couple of minutes, because I think that's what so many of us need to hear. Um, it's so easy to look around and say, God, why don't you just ask them to do it? Or if only the government would do this. And we can be praying for those things, of course, that God would stir up others and would stir up, you know, huge change. But I think that's a great reminder that actually, what is it that God's calling me to do? What's God put in my life? Um, and just encouragement, I would just lead on from that to say, if you're listening, just what we can do is we can pray about that. We can ask others to um perhaps say what what is it you see in me because sometimes other people can see what our desires are and what our where is ellis about sometimes even more than we can um but as as you've just really just modeling to us jim um seeing where that leads and then that that boldness is what you said earlier on the boldness to step out in faith and so i just want to thank you for all that you're doing for your leadership um for the inspiration that you clearly are um to so many and um we look forward to seeing where god's going to take your ministry and um, that of CHP Net and CMF as well. So thank you for your time today, Jim. It's been a, a great blessing to speak with you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. A pleasure. Well, that was such an encouragement to hear from Jim there. You can find out more about Jim's work as president of the Christian Healthcare Professionals Network at chpnet.org.uk. And you can find out more about the Christian Healthcare Leadership Network at cmf.li forward slash chln. Uh, in capitals you can sign up to become a member and hear more about what we're doing there uh, do check out the other podcast series on uh, the first incision uh, and if you get a chance do rate us and give us a review so that others can find us until next time bye for now <laughs>